Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Church United Podcast. I am your host, Carlos Tello, and I am excited to be with you all today. Today, I'm joined alongside some amazing men, Pastor Doug Bell, Pastor Greg Davis, Pastor Craig Wendell, and Pastor Patrick Conrad. What's up, fellas? How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Glad Good. to be here. Thanks for having us. First of all, thank you all for being here as well. This is uh, this is just a huge opportunity for us to get together and talk. And uh, how was your Easter weekend? Well, <laughs> well who, wants to start? who wants to start? Different, different, uh, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, you know weird and strange, and uh, obviously you know you're used to you know packed services and right. and all those things, and and seeing your CEOs. <laughs> uh, you know, you're a Christian and Easter, Christmas and Easter only people. Oh, no. uh, but uh, you know, uh, you know, overall, you know, we're at, we're just navigating where we're at right now, and so you know, uh, technically, we reached a lot more people, <laughs> way, way, way go. more, yeah. like we're all doing, you know, online. Uh, but it was just, uh, it was just odd and strange. But you know, in 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 one sense of the word, it was probably a lot closer to what the uh, first Resurrection Sunday looked like. Uh, you know, folks right. were locked down in their house, afraid to go out. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. we we kind of highlighted that part of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's really different too because as as many people are joining online and social uh, media interaction, uh, it's so hard to gauge metrics that we would normally gauge. Like even we we don't gauge um, necessarily have a really good metric for worship involvement for instance we talk about this a lot at our churches is how do you know whether they're really engaged but you sense it you know what i mean you know because you're in the room what this has has done uh with us being distanced and especially around easter we feel it because in a room at easter when it's that packed and crowded the sense and the feeling of the room is much more palpable i mean you can tell what's going on Mm -hmm. And this has sort of taken away the ability to do that, but I think I was talking to a pastor in Las Vegas this past week, and he said it perfectly. He said, this has taken away a part of our humanity. This is what it means to be human, is for us to, to, to engage, to be able to, to, to touch, to, to high-five, to hug, to interact with each other, and it's taken away that part of our humanity. And I think for me... Easter stunk. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I praise God yeah. for how many people were were you know came by and, and tapped on Facebook for three seconds. But I I don't know that I'm really you know I don't I, I don't I don't like this. Now I do think what Greg said is this could be uh, really really uh, similar to what the first century first Easter uh, could have been like and. Uh, but we don't have a frame of reference for that. So no. this just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> totally you know? new. And it's like, you know, we're creating God's image. And so I always talk about how we see God by looking at someone else. Yeah. And so, like you're saying, we didn't come together. And so there's that missing God piece that mm-hmm. is that face-to-face. It's the presence of God. It's the Spirit of God. It's palpable. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have that. Mm-hmm. I hated Easter. I, I mean, I hated it. I was miserable, and I was doing the whole, like, is it me? Am I losing my mind? Maybe I'm just losing my mind. Maybe I'm just crazy. I hate it. I was glad that it's over. Um, I'm glad Jesus came back from the dead. That's yeah. that's great. Yes. I love that. That's that was amazing. good news. That was really I was wondering how that was going to play out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's a really but good it's thing. Definitely missing, you know, solitary confinement is one of the biggest punishments in prison, mm-hmm. and we're all in this solitary confinement, and 
it sucks. Yeah. It, it really does. I think that's a big thing that we're all kind of working think, through. But your Easter was perfect, grasp. wasn't it, Doug? No, well, <laughs> see, I am different in, in a way, but I, it, I think that we are getting the part where the other half. We've, we know how to control the atmosphere in the room, and we're good at it. And some of that control is what we like about it. And we, and, and we can, you know, um, not social engineer, but religiously engineer the path. Mm. Uh, but now we're on a path that is uncharted, untrailed, and we're seeing a different aspect when there's more people than we can count. There's more people than we can uh, put a name and a face to. Uh, I really like what you said, and, 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 and that was that it was the most like the first century, first Easter. The first Easter was not in a building. It was coming out of a tomb, and people were scared and hiding and freaked out. Uh, and, and what I noticed, and, and we've had a very, very, and, and I guess I didn't finish my concept of the, the two halves. We've got the in-room. Now we've got to get the going out part better. And, and that is, the I believe, the online. The people that we are <clears throat> targeting is not the people that come to our church, not even on Christmas or Easter. Right. They're going to keep coming back at Christmas and Easter. The people we are targeting are the people who won't come through our doors. Mm. And if I heard it once, I heard it 10, 15, 20 times. The friends I've invited every year to come to church and have not, their names popped up online. Mm. Yeah. And they got a glimpse into us that they would never get mm. by sitting in our chairs. Uh, I made a joke on the way over here that now you can shop for your church online, and when you join it, your pastor won't know if you skip. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of truth to that, but there's also this truth that they can taste and see that God is good from a distance, and those people who are nuns, non-affiliates, or have fallen away can see that the church has changed dramatically, and we're not Walmart. Yeah. Now, how, do you, how do you follow up on that? How do you yeah. follow up on the people who are peering in from behind the glass and haven't yep. stepped in the store. Mm -hmm. And how, how that's what we have to figure that out. That is the is, next step right there. Where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. uh, how did you guys follow up on your Easter, uh, you know, people who, uh, who, who tapped the heart button or whatever? How, how did you guys follow up? So we do a, and we just started this with the whole virus thing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so if you tap that button, you know, I raise my hand for prayer or whatever. Then we send them, we say, okay, if you would like to take the next step and you would like to receive some a book. We, we always give people a book called Fresh Start that Pastor John Siebling in uh, right. yeah. Memphis wrote. And so we give that away here in-house on when you give your heart to the Lord and make a decision for Christ. And so we said, hey, you, you tap that button, the online prayer person says, hey, we'll, we'll um, give us your email address, you know, mm -hmm. a little connection, and we'll email you a digital copy of that book. Um, so that does a couple things. Number one, it's it's uh, giving them an, an individual touch. You know, they're getting that. Hey, let's swap email mm -hmm. emails. But then also giving them a gift um, to do that. And out of the people that raise their hand or click the button that they raise their hand, you know, it's a percentage that even take that next step. Mm -hmm. um, but that was the follow up. I, I'd love to hear how you guys followed up. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you would follow up on the thousands of people that watched. You it know? really yeah. puts less responsibility on our follow-up and more availability for their follow-up. On social, we've been doing church online since 2014 uh, in a very concentrated, focused way. And 
these people who are part of our church online are Crosspoint people. Um, they take the communion with us. We baptize them. We've baptized people from Medford, Oregon, to Alaska, to Uganda has had in orphanages taking, you know, the communion with us. And, you know, and, and Patrick made it uh, exactly right. You can't, you can kind of tell when they're in the room and focused. Uh, but come on, I can't tell how many people looked focused in my room and then I see what they write on social media and I'm like, you missed it entirely. <laughs> <laughs> so what they're doing though online is our, our lot, not just our likes on that day where they were hitting that heart, but our likes on our pages have exploded and not just likes, what's more important is follows. That's notifications. So when we go live, those notifications are hitting those people, and they're coming back. And we're seeing these repeated names. So we, we really do. We stalk you. <laughs> we have a lot of people that stalk you, and we'll send you an email, send you something, and just like, you've got a better chance of being recognized on our online platform than you do in our building uh, individually. Uh, we'll give you a thing on the way out the door, and you can fill out a card but you're going to get contacted if we yeah. see you online somebody's going to talk to you yeah and it takes that and yeah. it takes more than that because and, and now more than ever yeah because i'm more concerned now am i reaching my immediate church family you know what i mean i'm doing so much outreach that i'm thinking am i missing my folk mm-hmm. yeah it's who like, i hadn't heard from it's like where's the balance yeah, yeah. so um i'm going to kind of move forward to this question i mean that you're talking about now we're talking about digital platforms and social media. And I think that the church has officially been forced into this digital era, right? Um, social media platforms, which were once frowned upon by many pastors out there, you know, Facebook was evil and things like that. Uh, now this is the main driving tool to continue to not only reach the church, quote unquote members, uh, but those who don't normally attend. Uh, how do you think this affects things when the pandemic is over? Um, does it go back to normal or, is this just like the the new way of doing things? Uh, have you had a trouble adapting to that? As you're talking about, you've been since 2014, but does this change any way you didn't do business forward as far as the church goes? I think if it doesn't, we've missed an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Well, and I think corporately, the Big C Church, not yeah. the churches just in this room, but the Big C Church, definitely this has exposed a lot of things. If you were pushing back on social media if you're pushing back on uh, the digital era, uh, you can't. You have no real honest leg to stand on. Mm. Um, you know, you, you have to understand that this is something that is going to be a part of our normative behavior, mm. and it's going to be something that is expected by people. Uh, we have to learn to navigate it. We have to learn to balance it. We can't be driven by it. But we definitely need to understand that it is one tool, very vital tool in the toolbox for the church moving forward. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's sort of like multi-site was just a major tool and opportunity for us not to put so much into brick and mortar and to move the, the community of believers into the community where they lived rather than have them. It, this is another another tool and it's not a fad there's a difference between a tool and a fad this is this is definitely something moving forward that's going to be a part of who we are and it exposed a lot of things i think there's a lot of churches that are like whoa you know we we truly haven't met at right. all not even online and their online platforms are so archaic that it is uh, it's almost better just to 
phone call. You know, so yeah. Uh, yeah. that's one thing that that I think uh, <laughs> we uh, need to help if we can in any way help mm-hmm. uh, those churches get into that next era. Um, and it's you know it's going to have to be a, a, a give and take. We're we're going to have to uh, be able to offer that to them somehow or help them. At the same time, they've got to say, okay, I've got to step into yeah. this, and it's a real, real. Yeah, it's it's a threshold we're crossing right now. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know one of the uh, you said the nuns earlier. You know that that's the largest group in, coming out. Well, it's been coming out for what five oh, years, six least. years, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, ten years. And the all this online is such an amazing way for the nuns to just view what's going on and get tastes of it. Um, even my church people, I've talked to some that uh, one guy I was talking to, he said he watched 48 church services Sunday. And I was just like, are you serious? And he said, yeah. I said, I'm a pastor, and I don't even watch that many yeah. church services on Sunday. Must have been short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the math, half hour, 45. How does this work? He literally sat all <laughs> yeah. day and, and did that. Um, I'm not sure if you watched the whole thing, but <laughs> all of your guys' services, I watched them. Every one of our services were shorter oh, than yeah. normal, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so everything mine, is getting shorter. I just shorter. want to say mine was the shortest of all y'all's. <laughs> you beat uh, 26 minutes? Yeah, I, I did. Did you not see mine? <laughs> I saw part of it. It was under your... Yeah. But I was so stunned. I was the wait shortest wait wait one. You preached, you preached hey, how long? I was probably I 20... 22 I minutes. I preached 19 minutes and 30 <gasps> Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Last Sunday, wait. Easter Sunday. Okay, no, it was the Sunday before. Did you I was shorter than y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it was the Sunday before. <laughs> Did any of our people ever think that would be the argument? Yeah. How short no, no, we were. I was so proud. <laughs> it's a new day. It's a brand new day. I don't think things will ever go back. I don't think normal exists anymore. Uh, but I think we'll go back to a semblance of normalcy. But to me, like you're talking about the church, Big C, um, you know, and and I know that all of us we've talked about. You know what? I don't think we'll ever go back to what we were doing the way we were doing it. We'll we'll incorporate. I think we have to incorporate a lot of what we're doing right now, forever, right. because it's the marketplace. I mean, I think Patrick. I think you're the one that, or when somebody somebody said when we first got together, uh, you know, a month and a half ago, and, and started talking about all this stuff that you know, uh, just the the new marketplace and and people that would never come to church. You know, are are now watching people's church services, and and so if they do that for a month or or two months or three months or six months, but then end up in a church because they're connected with people relationally, then that's the gospel being spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Absolutely. what it looks like right now. So yeah, well, and and I said before, I think we're there is during this time there is that whole idea that that discipleship and outreach. Are, are combined together when you press the share button because uh, somebody said you can't you can't disciple people unless you are a disciple and I'm like no you can disciple people right when you get saved uh, as a Christian mm-hmm. uh, your life is immediately an opportunity to do it so it is very unique uh, how we not only follow up but how we disciple people in this age uh, and and moving forward, I guess we're all going to be sort of gleaning from one another because I don't know. We've got a lot to learn. Oh, absolutely. And and, and as we as we learn it, we're going to make some mistakes, uh, but we're going to uh, we're going to fail fast. I think. I love the capital C conversation you're having, and I love the capital C and the things that were exposed by this. And one of the things that was exposed for me 
is what the church united is filling a void in my life with. And um, the exposure was that we were so isolated mm. into our churches that I didn't know uh, two of who's becoming some of my best friends. Uh, I, I didn't know Greg. I didn't know Craig. I knew of them, but I didn't know them. And now I feel more of a sense of we're doing this together. Right. We, we're not alone. And I want my people to know that yeah. we're not alone. There's people like us. There's people who um, are praying and thinking and loving us. And, man, the Church United has filled that void not just for us, but the Soto County and people around the country right. are yeah. noticing that. And yeah. it's right. changing things. I think it's really, at least for me, I think it is for you guys too, it does away with that competition spirit mm-hmm. that's so in the churches, especially in this area. Mm-hmm. And you know, just speaking to this area, I'm not going to speak to the whole nation, but there, there seems to be a competitive spirit. And this is just kind of like a reset Say right. no, no. We're all on the same team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've right. got your players, and I've got my players. You know, we're all that. But the kingdom of God is what we're all supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a—it's a beautiful refocus of this is what it's really all about. Not building your church or your church or my right. church. It's the church of Jesus Christ growing mm-hmm. and helping each other. And you know, like like you calling and asking for for communion to yes. borrow some communion stuff. Yes. I loved that phone call more than anything. It was just like, yeah, because we're on the same yeah. team. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just beautiful. It, it, it's, 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 and, and I want to get back to you real quick. But Patrick letting us use his resources. Yeah. Letting us use his staff, letting us use these things, and, and all of us doing that. Man, you know, that your communion cups that you gave, our communion cups that you gave to us from <laughs> South Point, went on to clotheslines, literally, from our love sign out in the yard. And uh, 1,000 people came by there and got bags That's of awesome. communion off of That's that. So and cool. it wasn't just our church, man. It was lots of people. I was meeting them out there as I was replacing them, you know, with my Lysol and gloves and masks on. <laughs> and and when I would too. meet them, they'd say, I go to Life Fellowship. I couldn't make it by the drive through And I'm like, well, there you go. And one of them said, well, I go to Southwood. Pastor Craig's my passion. I'm like, well, that's awesome. And yeah. those are your cups. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. I love the, the you know, it's like the change in the lens. You know, so much, you're exactly right about the whole competition thing and the comparison thing. It's It just has gotten to be, you know, easy to look through the lens of comparison mm-hmm. and competition when really God wants us to be looking through the lens of collaboration and cooperation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I think we just, we basically had to change the yeah. lens, and this has forced us to do that. Actually, I don't know that it's forced us to, but I think we chose to do it, and well, that's that's a good thing. Well, during this time, everybody is, everybody's at the same place. So if you were scrambling to get ahead of anybody, <laughs> everything's on hold. Mm-hmm. Nothing's moving. Nothing's nothing's going shipping out. So it's a good time to rest and reset. And uh, you know, I don't think any of us are wise enough to to figure this out. But I do. I think God brought us together. And uh, Craig called me. And I thought, man, this is a great idea. And then we just. You know, and I'd like to see where it goes from here. I mean, you know, it's it's. I think it's got a lot of potential. Tupelo, they're wanting to 
to do something. Yeah. So that They've could be got, really cool. Uh, I saw a video yesterday. They're like ten or twelve pastors in Tupelo that are you that are uniting together. You know, as the church united in, yeah. in Tupelo, and so That's you know good. this this it'd be cool if this thing becomes a wave. Dallas, yeah. Texas has contacted me about the same thing, and then I was talking to uh, Jay Cranda, a friend of mine at Saddleback. He's the online pastor there, so I've been learning from him for a long time. Uh, but he was saying, man, and he, I had not told him. He just evidently glimpsed it on social media, and he's a pretty busy guy. But he said, man, I see what y'all are doing in North Mississippi, and that's pretty impressive. I want to know more about it. So that conversation needs to spread. Yeah. This needs to spread, what we're talking yeah. about today. Yeah. Yeah, that envy virus. leads to comparison, and I'm just going to be raw and honest. Um, when, I would, uh, when I started Crosspoint and I was kind of watching Life Fellowship, and uh, I had some family at Life Fellowship in my pastor, Ken Bradley, and I was jealous. <laughs> uh, my yeah. pastor was over there now with 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 this guy, and I'm like, who is this guy? He better you know, take care of my pastor. This is my father <laughs> in the faith. I've never had another pastor in my life, and, and, and he did a tremendous job. But my point is, I was watching what he was doing and how quickly they were growing, and not quickly in a bad way, in a healthy way. And then I started seeing this campus pop up and that campus pop up. And I'm watching, you know, Craig Rochelle and I'm watching all these guys. And I'm thinking, I got to get another campus started. That's what you do these times. You start another campus. And, of course, I eventually did and figured out, you know, three years that wasn't for me. But when I would drive by their places, I'd be like, oh, man, that hurts me. I want what he has. I want what he has. I want to be able to do what he does. And if I can't do what he does, I want to be on his team. I, you know, I want to be a part of that. And. Uh, and then one day I was driving by and God just, you know, said to me and what I wanted to say to other pastors who might be listening to this, that's not, that's not your role. Uh, if, if everyone fills the same role, yeah. something's going to get left out. That's right. And so that's what we've done with this isolation. We've all kind of filled the same roles. Yeah. Um, every pastor has different gifts. And back in the day when every pastor had to do everything, it didn't work out real well. And we're doing that in the capital C church. Right. Every pastor trying to do everything, and I think we have different roles, and I think DeSoto County has us placed here for our specific roles. Sure. And so we need to figure those out, and you can't figure those out until you know where you fit in. And so th this Church United has been an awesome experience. And so let me, let me say this. If you're a pastor listening to this right now, come join us. We're, we're not trying to take over anything. <laughs> That's we right. want to support each other and build each other up and get some new friends out of this whole deal. And I think life will go a whole lot better for all of us if we'll just... How could they join us, Craig? What do they need to do? If they can just go to the... the um, well, And we can put this in the show notes, right? The, yeah. the website, churchunited.com. Okay. Contact us. Dot, I'm, oh, yeah, thank you. Dot TV. Dot TV. <laughs> the Church United dot TV. Thank you. WKRP. Yeah, because there is a Church United <laughs> in California. There is. A really yeah. big movement out there yeah. with politics. Oh, wow. and everything. So yeah. It's the... Church. churchunited.tv contact us and you can contact yeah. us right there we'd love to have you there's uh things putting those videos together uh i think are really good and i think everybody could use more and more of those devotionals during this time because yeah. they're not getting old at all uh but also we're wanting to do more and more outreaches together we don't even know what it's going to look like on the other side but on the other side i think the outreaches that we do, um, there, there's going to be a need for collaboration to, to be able to handle Absolutely. what's going on. So, And as a group, we're able to make the church available to our local government. 
to these mayors of the different cities in DeSoto County. Hey, what do you want us to do? We'll use our voice and our platform to help in any way we can to uh, extend, you know, uh, extend outreach and, and to those who are really being uh, really hurt during this time. So uh, as you know, I have friends and we talked before that I had a family one of my aunts has attended your church, uh, Pastor Greg, and yes. now goes your church, Pastor Patrick. And I think that I have friends spread out through all of We have those connections. Sure. And as you're talking about helping out digitally and, and helping people out, I think that's a great idea for probably the Church United. You know, I follow a church in Branson that my wife and I visited when we went on vacation last year. And he, the, the church out there, you know, as I was watching them online, as all this was starting to happen— he sat there, put out a call for all church, all local churches, to say, "If you need help digitally, come here, mm-hmm. and we will help you." And then they ended up helping all kinds of churches. So, yeah. I think these little united things are happening everywhere. And this time and era is probably just helping it explode and help out anymore. Because now we're, I don't think, like you're, you guys have said, there's no competition anymore. We, we don't have that time right now. Right. <laughs> we're ten years ahead. We were ten years behind. Yeah. You know, we God exponentially brought us all up to the same platform. Mm-hmm. I want to finish something about being jealous of Patrick real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, can't, I cannot wait I to hear I this. I don't, <laughs> I don't want him to leave this room feeling you know, too big about that. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> so, like, so, like that made me feel good. So, so here's like, the deal. When, if these pastors out there listening or whoever want to come and find out more about church and I'll be a part of us, you're going to find out the real person and not what you heard yeah. or what you think exactly. or what you assume. Because uh, when I did get to meet Patrick, and he was free with his time, and he invested in me, and he encouraged me, and uh, mentored me, I couldn't get enough. I wanted more. And he gave it to me. And then I asked him, man, I need you to be a covering for me and my church. And and he became an elder. So it went from, oh my gosh, if he builds another building, I'm going to find him. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, 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 to say, wow. Patrick, you can have my building. Seriously. And and if I could be a role on a team, I, it's all about the team. It yeah. really is. I want to win, <laughs> not not individual numbers. I don't want to be an individual. I want to win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we spoke earlier. You know, we've been talking about Easter, and, and you guys are said, talking about your short messages. Uh, did you guys have to prepare? Did you prepare differently this this year, just knowing that it was there wasn't going to be the packed houses, uh, the CEOs, as was mentioned earlier, the the people that attend once a year. You weren't going to see those people. You weren't going to meet and greet new people. Uh, did you guys pr- prepare different, or was it a, almost like a quote-unquote business-as-usual Easter sur- Sunday as far as your message is concerned? Right. Well, go ahead. Uh, I think probably all of us, I would imagine. Obviously, Easter is about the celebration of the resurrection of Christ. Uh, but I think you know our preparation, and I, and I would imagine all of us, were basically shooting in the context of where we are right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, that you're bringing the gospel to the people in the context of where they're living right now, and we're all living in this weird place. So, yeah, it was a, it was a little unusual as far as the is the message prep and things like that. But but you know, it essentially was the gospel, uh, you know, packaged in a clear way for people who are living in this time period right now that we're living in. And I'm sure we all were doing the same thing with regards to that. So yeah, it was it was a little different, but it's still the gospel message. So 
right. my, my preparation was uh, I, I really did not try to stay away from the context, actually, even though I did mention it. Yeah. I just felt like uh, it. I, I didn't have to say much about that. I did mention it at the end as a way to help people understand the sin virus, you know, and the coronavirus, uh, a cheesy little pastor thing there at the altar. <laughs> but, um, but I did not, I did not really spend a lot of time on the, on the, the current events but because I guess for me, uh, I just wanted Easter to have some sense of, you're not touching this, you know, that kind of thing. And I might've been wrong on that, it's but normal. I was just sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because, uh, and then, you know, we just, you know, but, but we did all of our our whole services were outdoors, so we filmed it outdoors. Uh, so I guess that wasn't great, normal. Oh, thanks. Yeah, but it, cool. that wasn't normal. So, <laughs> but I did want to protect a little bit of that normalcy in the message and the theme. So, uh, but yeah, it was it was different, really different. I warned my people up front that the Easter message is going to be the exact same Easter message they've heard for the last five or ten years, uh, but now I would get to reach their friends who wouldn't come to church with them, and that's yeah. and, and, I, and, and you taught me that, Patrick, in that you were trying to get people ready for how to do church online. It is different. It is not yeah. Netflix. It is not spirituality on demand. It's church. Uh, so I told them, I said, guys, I want you to be there. I'm going to preach the exact same message. Some of you got saved, and you know, some of them probably got re-saved, but I ain't going to go into that. You know, y'all's theology <laughs> may be different. But yeah, I, I preached the exact same thing. I mentioned COVID one time. It was when I said a shout out to Sandy Patty. <laughs> because how can you talk about the tomb and not have Sandy Patty sing? So I talked about that and, you know, wished her to get well. Who's Sandy Patty? <laughs> we just had a conversation about this, man. She opened up for oh, Jeff Moore. That's, <laughs> that's funny. Vestal Goodman. <laughs> Okay. We need to do a, a parody of that and all of us sit in some chairs and sing old hymns together. <laughs> yeah. That's no hill for a climber, baby. You don't want to hear me sing. Homecoming. There you go. Homecoming. Homecoming. My only preparation difference was trying to preach shorter. Mm. It, it really was. I that, that was in my brain of I've got to... Um, okay, so looking at the Google Analytics from last Sunday, yeah. um, the average watcher length, if you guys look at that, the average watcher length for South Point was seven minutes and forty-seven seconds. Mm-hmm. So that, um, and that was just this week. So we're changing everything right. for this coming Sunday just yeah. to match. So it's like you're saying, and what you get, I'm, I'm pointing at Patrick and, and Doug here. Um, <laughs> you guys have said, let me ask another question, if I may. Um, you guys said, okay, we have to do church different. Doing church online is not the same as Netflix. Okay. However, people are still accessing it the same way. So what what's on the tip of your brain right now of something you're just seeing? Because I know everybody in this room is a forward thinker. So what are you thinking you need to change to, to adapt to that? Because just saying, this is church, you have to watch it mm-hmm. this way. You know, that, yeah. that's just, that's not, that's not practical. Right. So what, what's on your brain that you're going to change? Well, I think there's a balance that, that needs to be struck. During this time, I think pastors need to uh, really learn how to be leaders, navigating through change rather than just preaching and hoping that if I just preach, uh, it's just going to change everything. Well, you know, I think God has created us to to also lead during this time. So I think we've got to help lead people and guide them. For instance, uh, you talk about... Um, 
Oh Lord, I'm sorry, I got a headache. I'm just losing it. Um, you talk about uh, it's the after Easter hangover. The change. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess up. What Don't kind of mess up your train of thought. <laughs> he finally got his train of thought, and you threw that in there. Oh. <laughs> it's navigating. Go ahead, change. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. I'm sorry, man. You you were asking. Yeah, ask the question again. What I we, don't remember the question. Okay, again. yeah, yeah. So we're what we're doing is we need to help them understand how to embrace church online. Yeah. So there's a balance between that, and so we have to teach that and lead that. I did a, a little video for our church. I've been trying to show it over and over again, so more people see it, because church online has to be embraced differently than social media. And in the video, I talk about how social media never provides you the absolute truth. What you do is you skim and you get a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there. You 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 click onto this hyperlink, you you check your email, then you check out your Facebook just for three seconds, then you move to the next thing. And so you're just skimming along the surface and all of those things are are providing you different opinions and ideas and thoughts about a concept, but they're never providing you the truth, the absolute truth on it. So when you approach church online like that, you're skimming. You're staying for like, I'm going to listen to this worship song, then I'm going to go over here and check out this, and I'll come back and I'll listen to the first five minutes of the message, and then I'll come back. So what we have to do is we have to teach our people that they have to think more deeply, they have to sit on things longer, and they ha- therefore they have to change their posture and their approach. So don't watch it in your bed. Don't watch it on your phone. Get get in the living room. Get with your family. Change clothes like you're going to church. Put the dog out. You know, it's, you don't bring the dog into church. Put your phone down. You don't bring your phone into church. You know, just approach mm-hmm. it differently. That's one side of it. Of course, that's not necessarily going to happen. Uh, you know, they're not going to switch overnight and, and approach it like mm-hmm. that. But you got to keep training that, and at the same time, doing what you're saying, and and really create an online. A presentation that is cohesive, it's efficient with your words, it is to the point, and it's personal. I see a lot of these guys are preaching to an empty room. Everybody knows it's empty, and they're still looking around. Yeah. It's like, look at the camera, okay? <laughs> look at the camera and talk right into them. Don't talk. Uh, don't. T- I heard uh, a guy from uh, NLC say it this way. Talk like you're speaking to them in the lobby. Don't talk like you're preaching from behind a pulpit. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah like you're good. in the lobby talking to them face-to-face. And, and so we I think are those all learning those tips and tricks because yeah. none of us, at least in this room, are TV evangelists, right? I mean, we're... <laughs> right. We, 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 let's not even go there. Um, oh, no. For me, it was a huge learning curve because I've preached my whole ministry, you know, to rooms full of people. Right. And so now it's all changed. Yeah. And so... Honestly, little things like that yeah. are very helpful. Yeah. I mean, I hear those things. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Right, right, um, yeah. makes and sense. So that's meaningful. That's thanks, man. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Makes sense. So, but going back to the social media and the online experience. So, social media, yeah, you're skimming across the tops, so and absolutely. What do you think about? So, are you in that saying it? it would be beneficial if we could switch our people's mindsets from watching it in a social media mindset to watching it more in a Hulu or Netflix mindset. You know, because you tune into a Netflix show, right. you're, you're probably going to watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. unless it or stinks. Or binge it, a series. Or, or binge it, yeah. So is that, do you feel like the the, the new church, I know we're all kind of guessing here, but right. the new church going forward, 
is classified better in a Netflix Hulu version versus a social media version. I think about it, it's both and because Facebook, you'll get three seconds. Uh, YouTube, you might get like uh, four and a half, five minutes. Um, you got all these different. Now, our church, on our live church site, uh, people generally, our metrics are people stay longer, they're more engaged, and they interact more than they do on our Facebook pages. Right. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I think you got to hit all of it and uh, I don't know what's going to stick. I think on the other side of the presentation, that's what we talked about earlier has to be that follow up. How do we follow up with them? Yeah, Cause yeah. we can't leave everything digital right. on the other side of this. We're going to get back to normal. Let's just be honest. People say there's going to be a new normal. I get it. But after the Spanish flu, they were probably Kissing open mouth in the streets within a month, okay? <laughs> to random strangers. To random strangers. They were not, yeah. you know, we act like they were wearing gloves and masks right through the Great Depression. They weren't, you know? Yeah. So it'll get back. We're just all hyped up right now. We don't know what to do. Um, so we're going to get back to hands, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and be in the presence of other people. That, but. that will absolutely get back to normal. I used to install cameras for security service, and we put a camera over a cash register and, stay, and tell the employee they're watching you. And within one day, they, they would forget and do something stupid. So here's our responsibility as leaders. Uh, understand there's a camera now, and that uh, we need to make sure we don't let people go back to the way it was. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean recognize this as a funnel and not the end game. We want people in rooms. We want people in churches. We want uh, the, you know, gather in the houses and gather in the, in the sanctuaries together. But the three-second, you know, Instagram is, is the big end of the funnel. Then you go into the maybe 20-second Facebook. And then what you said, it goes into the, man, these people complete a message on our church online platform our numbers are less. It's the same way all the time. There's community, there's church, there's close, there's inner circle. Cool. Nothing's yeah. changed. Yeah. It's just now yeah. we're doing it digitally. So one of the things I do to help me remember to remind me and be ready for the next whatever <clears throat> is that I always talk to the people on the camera all the time as if it's one face sitting in our room. Mm-hmm. And what we've got to do is train our people in the room now, starting now, for the next time this happens. Or the next event, we are trying to catch up and teach our people that online matters. When in some cases, they felt like we didn't think it mattered, yeah. but now it matters. Uh, so we got to make it be more intentional that this matters. And you can and you mm-hmm. and, and and the way you're training people with videos, get up, brush your teeth, throw the cat out. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Throw the cat out. Get up. Get your family. My boys and my wife have never been to church together in their lives. As much as we have now, yeah. yeah, because she's the worship pastor. She has a different schedule. Our boys go straight to their youth groups or to their nurseries, and and then there I go to the office to get ready to preach. We're sitting in the room taking first time we've ever taken communion together. Mm. Cool, ever. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. But I don't want to miss the other part too because I'm an introvert. I may be the only introvert in the room. It's You're, obvious. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? <laughs> I'm missing people now. Yeah. 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 It's it's weird. I'm weird. I think the online thing, I can speak as far as not being a as a volunteer and someone who has a schedule like I do where I'm not I'm only here every other Sunday 
being live at church. So I'm accustomed to watching Pastor Craig online, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the I'm I'm accustomed to get on YouTube and watching other churches online. But I think that's the new normal is catching up to everybody else, and that's why probably people aren't interested to watch a you know twenty minute, thirty minute message on you know as a local church. They're like, gosh, I don't want to sit here. You know, I know my wife personally does not like being in the house. She she's that extra, but she wants to be here in the building with everybody, talking to everybody, seeing everybody, and watching Pastor Craig on the screen on the TV or seeing you guys talk. I loved it. I sat there it was like my eyes are this big watching you guys, and I even watched it again at work because I had the opportunity. But I know that other people are probably aren't dealing with that. And I, I think that's going to be the new the new norm for a lot of people right now, and hopefully they'll catch up to that mentality of going, well, I, I, I do need to sit here. This, this is normal right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we'll change that. But I know I personally, I'm getting to that point now where I, I, I'm ready to return to normalcy as far as weekend services go. I'm, I'm ready to be back in this building, yes. you know, with people and worshiping. I'm ready to be back, you know, doing online sound, which is one of my roles here at the church. And uh, how do you think – uh, how do you feel the the church, the quote unquote church, will come out of this time? Do you think that the uh, the way things are handled now will affect people returning to normal weekend weekend services? Do you think it's going to be just like everybody's going to flood the gates in the beginning, or or, or I mean, because yeah. now that the routine's broken, yeah, I, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I, we, nobody's got a crystal ball, but yeah. uh, what I think is that we better be ready for the wave. Uh, because I think that there are a lot of people, you know, it's kind of like how when you don't, you know, you don't really appreciate a good night's sleep until, you know, somebody's dog's been barking to wake you up all night for three nights in a row, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, I, you know, so I think a lot of people right now who were every other week people, every third week people, every couple of months people, it's going to be Easter for a few weeks, I think, mm. uh, if, if they feel if they feel comfortable enough, you know, jumping yeah. right all the way back in, I think it's yeah. going to be Easter for a few Sundays, and uh, you know, we need to be we need to be ready for that as well as all the people that have been watching our services that don't go anywhere, uh, you know. So I think we have to prepare for that, we you do. know, and, and be ready. And you the know, direction for we that. give them that first week is going to be telling. Oh, absolutely about the direction of our church into the future. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to give them a clear path of here's who we are, here's where we're going, here's what we're like. Right, and there's going to be a lot of people there visiting, and you might need to add services. Yeah, yeah. And I talked to a friend of mine uh, in Little Rock who I asked him, um, "Hey, what do you think? Is it going to be the flood, or is it going to be that this thing goes so long? Let's just say it, they don't let us back in until the first of June." <laughs> Shut up! I know, it. I know, it. I know. It. Curse you! I know, I know. But I'm just thinking, worst case, that that people literally either get out of the habit or form new habits that have taken the place, and mm-hmm. that the church, since we have not changed our habit, and we're still meeting on the same time, same date, they're saying, well, there's a conflict. He he said, I'm going to err on the negative. I'm going to err on the side of people are going to be skeptical coming back. Um, that it's not going to be. I mean, you just saw this stat. Were you telling me about this stat, Craig? About uh, football, seventy-two percent were asked if they went if they they were polled college football uh, audiences if you could uh, watch a football game uh, this fall and you could go back and they lift it. Would you go? And seventy-two percent said no to a football game. Ooh. So I mean, I know we're still in the heat of this, but that's yeah. scary. Yeah, part of that is they were talking about 
the mindset, the psychology behind it is there. People are going to come out of this with a PTSD mentality. Yeah. It's okay. You're telling me it's okay to go back, but you, I also don't believe you from the very beginning of this whole media thing. Mm-hmm. And so now I've seen the damage and the death and the true sickness and pandemic. I'm, and this is just what psychologists are saying that the mindset is I'm not going back yet. I have right. to see it to believe it. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm kind of erring on the side that you are Patrick. I'm thinking that, um, my guess, okay, this is a guess, you know, my guess is that our first Sunday back um, we'll probably have between 40 and 60% of our normal um, constituents. Constituents, can I call church people that? Let's call sure. them that. Um, but I also believe that, that, and that's, again, I'm guessing, I can be wrong, I'm wrong yeah. a lot, so that's, that doesn't bother me at all. Um, I thought it was just me. No, it's, I'm wrong all the time. But but with that, here's what I also believe, um, that they'll, there really will be a huge wave of revival that comes after that. When there's this healing of this PTSD mindset that um, I think God's doing something really amazing through this, this pandemic, and I think it's changing people's minds and their priorities. Mm. When you look at all the different um, idols that have been shelved mm-hmm. in this, right. yep. sports, that's an idol to, oh my goodness, millions yeah. of people. Um, and you, you can just go down the list. Yeah. Go down the yeah. list. All these different idols, and they're all shelved, every single one of them. And I think that's the Lord speaking to the core of humanity mm-hmm. in in a huge way. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I, I'm, I'm the pessimist on the front end, but I'm the optimist on the on the long game. Yeah. 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 And I'm not, I don't know if that's pessimistic. It's, it's just being... Uh, being uh, being wise. Here's the thing: if they let us back in, they're probably going to say it's going to be either 25 percent of your building space or your meeting space, right. or 200, 250. So you're going to have to have a hybrid of your current online uh, engagement uh, with the people and live, which I think could yeah. add to it <laughs> yes. uh, a yeah. little bit. You know. Uh, but it, it's it's going to be interesting, and and I really think to the PSTD and the uh, the psychology of it and every, all that kind of stuff is that our national leaders and the way they and the media handle the rollout of this is going to be huge. So we need to be praying for them uh, and praying that uh, that 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 they will handle it right because they can say one thing right now we are subject to whatever comes through that television screen and internet uh which is a scary thing they're not even normally we're getting things leaked to us and there's nothing being leaked i've talked to a lot of people and they're like i have no idea i mean it's like people who are in political office i don't know and that's sort of scary in one in one sense, because we just don't have any idea. But we the best thing we do is be prepared uh, for a hybrid. I think of those two, and then like you said, how we handle the changes when they come back, yeah. assuring them that this this is a safe place. And uh, and again, like you're saying, I think it is exposing a lot about what of our faith cannot be shaken, yeah. uh, and and. Sure. That's that's the most from day one. That has been uh, a major major issue, and it's it's not changed at all. I think that's still a huge issue with people. We can continue to guide them through as as leaders in their life. Um, I think you said something earlier about pastors listening, but if those of us volunteers or, or just 
quote-unquote church members out there listening, it's also our job on the social media platform to share. As you said, early, said earlier, you know, we are here to push the church, the big C, as much as you guys are have to do, having to do as leadership and as pastors. It's our responsibility as well as volunteers and, and things like to reach out to people for prayer and whatever needs they need because we're all in this together. You know, we, we all serve together. We're all served the kingdom, and, and it's our our job to, to further that. So I would just say that out there, if you guys are listening, share. You know, share what each other's churches are doing. You know, I I saw you guys, you know, services online from different people that I'm friends with on Facebook sharing. Mm-hmm. And that's how I caught a lot of your, you know, I, I follow your churches, but it's, it was the same thing of seeing my timeline was filled with people sharing services, and that's the best way we can reach people right now in this time. So yeah. just put out, put that out there. Um, I know that I can speak for uh, just many across this county in this area saying thank you guys for starting this. Uh, this is such an incredible movement within Church United. Uh, moving forward, um, I know many are excited for possibly a, cho- a joint worship service of some sort. Uh, what can we look forward to as far as the future goes at Church United? I know we've talked a little bit about it, but... What else can we kind of... We're going on world tour. Oh, let's um, go. <laughs> just as soon as these venues open up, uh, Timberlake's trying to get into some of our spaces, but uh, we've got Patrick and we've got Greg and Craig. Who, what else? Everybody Bieber. wants to jump into Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> we, are to go, we are planning on doing a um, night of worship, all of us together. Um, and again, that would have to be, depending on the rollout of how many people can be gathered, and I mean, it has to be... Um, down the road a little bit, but it's definitely um, in the works. And I think this is one of those things, Church United, especially with the guys sitting at the table, that this is not something that's just going to end because like Doug was saying, like Dougie Fresh was saying over there. I need you. I need you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Randy, if you're listening, this isn't weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's a friendship, and I think from that friendship, a lot of great things happen. Um, So we are planning that, and then this podcast and also involving other pastors, right? We're, we're talking about, uh, especially if you're another pastor out there listening, join us, join us. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it would be good. I think, like I said, I think we can use this platform as it grows to really be able to help our local government and, and groups get back to some normalcy or reach out to those who are the most distressed by this. Uh, we don't know what that looks like yet, but I think by coming together as the church— uh, we are one of the major institutions of a local economy and a local government. And so by uniting, it allows us to have a, a really unique platform. Um, and I think it's so refreshing when people don't don't see one church or the other church just out there, but they see churches coming together to do stuff. And no one cares who gets the credit. Uh, that's, got, that's refreshing. I've heard so many great comments from people in our church, and I'm sure you guys have as yeah, well. So, man, thank you uh, for doing this. And, uh, you know, so. Who was it that said some famous actor? It might have been Ronald Reagan. I'm not sure. <laughs> Showing my age, sorry. But who said uh, you can accomplish a lot of things if you don't care who gets credit for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody said that. Somebody did. Say, yeah. We just said that. We yeah. just we, said we that. We just said that. It was me. Was <laughs> Greg Davis said. As Greg Davis from Cornerstone Church says. But who cares what church he's at? I think, I think it was. I think it was uh, someone older than Reagan, even. But yeah, I don't maybe. remember. I think it's, anyway, Socrates, Lincoln. Socrates said he was known to say. I would say it in Latin, but my Latin's a little rough, rusty. Um, but that's what you're saying. You know, none of us care who gets credit for it. Yeah. And I really believe that we're going to get a whole lot accomplished for the kingdom of God. 
Absolutely. Yep. yep. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, we're going to have just a, a, a little bit of fun right here. I'm going to do a little word association from you guys, and whatever comes to the top of your mind with the word I say, I want you to just, just blurt it out if you don't. So I'm a, the first word I have for you guys, TikTok. Doug. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I deserve that. You do deserve that. Yes, Doug. You do. That's what comes to my mind. That's, yeah. the, that's the one. Yeah, Doug dancing. <laughs> Is are that Ted Danson's brother? Because that's TikTok? not going to happen. Are you on TikTok? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm of course. Look at that flat build hat. And, I mean, and, and Marco no Polo way. and Instagram if you follow me on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Cheap plug. Uh, all right. Joe Exotic. <laughs> Patrick. Oh, come oh, on. No. That is messed I'm up. kidding. I'm joking. Uh, no, you're not. No, you're not. That's what came to your mind. The first, first thing one. that comes to my mind is confusion. I can't figure out why anybody's watching this. You're like, confused or he's confused. Crazy. That's what, what I'm What confused. are y'all referring to? I have no idea. I don't even try that. Oh, he's my so, goodness. So we want a video vlog. Are y'all going to Enough a, with this stuff. Y'all going we to want a, a male dance vlog. place I don't know about. I, mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Google it. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, give me through so, this. Me, me, okay. How yeah. many episodes of it have you watched? <laughs> Let's just bring it right down to brass tacks. Look, look. I said, I said, babe. Tiger King's number one on the Netflix. We need to check it out. She goes, no. <laughs> I, and so she walked out of the room, and I started watching the first one. I heard it gets really stupid after three or something like that, or the third one. I made it to the third one. Yeah, yeah. Somebody like, else told me that. I, I can't do anymore. I feel brain yeah. cells dying. I didn't I didn't right, even make it right. through the first episode. I was like, I, didn't either. I am not wasting my life on this. Well, you're on the you're music safe, videos. I was, like, so. I was like, I can't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I guess I'm the only one in the room that watched the whole thing. Yeah, good job. <laughs> good job. Yeah. You have the uh, tiger pink. You haven't dyed your hair yet? Gosh. It's such a train wreck. I mean, it really uh, is. I think, that's, I think that's the appeal of it. It's just so bad you just can't look away. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I thought about Pastor Craig when I, I th- came up with this one. Chris Tomlin. Mm. Really? You want me to say the first word that comes up? Caleb, that's what I was thinking. Caleb Caleb Cruz. Oh, I was going to say horrible. Oh man! See, that's why I shouldn't say that. So I need to come up with a different word. Caleb, always loved you, Chris. I'll come back for my one word for Chris Tomlin: anointed. (laughs) (laughs) A beautiful disaster. Um, Mm. Mm. Man, I think Chris Tomlin was stumpy, guys. I said Caleb. I I think it's a perfect little Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. Every other song. If I said Carmen, would have been different. Uh, this uh, blood's for you. The um, champion. Watch the lamb. Y'all remember Ray Bolts? Uh, Come on with some Ray yeah. Bolts. Come on with it, Patrick. Okay, here's a, here's an old one for you. Like yeah. the way back. How many remember David Meese? Oh yeah. Anybody? You do? Yes. No, I've I wouldn't the save them. That was old. That's I, was, old. I, I wouldn't save Petra. Yep. Oh yeah. Petra's oh. Petra great. Yeah. Who's the lead singer originally? Greg Davis. Jesus. Greg Xavier Bolts. Oh. Who now stars on Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a name that stars on Tiger King. That was, that was Petra. It was like Striper back then. Striper, yeah. It's white snake Garmo Christian. And I don't know. Garmo yeah. Key. That's Garmo local, Key. isn't it? They, they, oh, yeah. Those guys from here, right? Yes. Yeah, those guys are local guys. <laughs> um, last word, uh, the Church United. Cool. <laughs> Powerful. Movement. 
you got, Dougie Fresh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. Mm. It should have happened a long time ago. I'm trying to find the word for that. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Help me. Yeah. I think overdue. Overdue. There you go. Yeah. Overdue is yeah. what I think. Refreshing. Refreshing. Yeah. Um, thank you, you guys, for joining today. Um, if you can, very quickly, if you want to give the people out there just a, a quick word of encouragement this week, just to get through this time. If those are out there listening, pastors, whoever's out there listening. Yeah, yeah. I'd say you know, keep focusing on other people and outreach. And one of the things you can't do when you're isolated or alone or things are not normal is to get into yourself and your situation. So, just keep being a part of things that are reaching out. They're lifting up other people, uh, and, and and keep exposing yourself to that because I, I just think that brings you hope because you're connecting to what God is doing during this time and you can't help but but sense that hope. Yeah, and I would say if you're a pastor, especially if you're a pastor, just do what you're already doing. Don't try and be somebody else during this time. Um, I've seen some guys get very frustrated in trying to do what they see other pastors doing and they might not be skilled or equipped to do that. Mm. Um, but God's not called you to that. He's called you to be you, and you have a unique, beautiful voice in the kingdom of God. So you do you, boo, and it'll all go well. Yeah. Now, that's a great word um, because this time of rest gives us that. We talked about it earlier. It gives us an opportunity to really find out who we are and what gifts we have. Uh, Doug was talking about comparison earlier, and the thing is that I can say about every one of you guys is you know why you open your doors and you know why you're the pastor of that church. And so many pastors don't know who they are, uh, and they don't know why they open their doors. They just always have every weekend. And so this time gives us an opportunity to do that. So that's a good word. Don't miss the opportunity uh, struggling with um, what looks like confusion and chaos. Uh, Don't miss the opportunity to be with your family. Don't miss the opportunity. You know we're social distancing from other people, but we need to touch our spouses more, and we need to touch our children more. And if they live in the house with us, um, we need to accept that this is an opportunity for blessing. I mean, we can think about things we wouldn't normally think about. We can read things we would normally read. I'm watching and listening to things I wouldn't normally watch. So I want to just encourage you guys to uh, to focus on the blessings and not the, the chaos. Yeah. Uh, that's ex- that's exactly what I would add. Just uh, the the gratitude. Um, you know, there there are people going through this who will come out of it on the other side better, and there are people who are, who will come out on the other side bitter, and that's a choice we make. We can either look at the deficit or we can look at the blessing. And so uh, there is blessing still there. So focus on that. Be grateful for it. Be thankful for it. Live in those moments, and uh, other other great. Other great words, too, from the guys here. Great, great advice. Well, thank you all for joining us today. I hope it made your day just a little bit better. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button or follow button. We are available on all uh, podcast platforms out there. Give us a five-star review and tell all your friends. Follow us on all social media, Church United underscore DeSoto on Instagram and Church United DeSoto on Facebook. For more information, go to that website, www.thechurchunited.tv. On there you can find devotions from other pastors in the area, ways to serve, and many other great things. You'll have a great week, and as the Church United, we exist to shine a light showing what the body of Christ truly looks like.
Bye.